0: and finding new ones along the way. Hey, hey, Habit Thrivers. Welcome to episode number six of your Habit Thrive podcast. And welcome to August, the Sunday of summer. Now, I didn't come up with that phrase, but I do love it. It makes me think about everything that I enjoy about Sundays. More time, more space, a little lazier... Longer sips of coffee, longer strolls, maybe a home-created or restaurant brunch. Reading or listening to my favorite podcast as long as I want. Yes, my habits and routines are different on the weekend, and I love that. Now, you could be listening to this podcast in a different month of the year. It could be a weekday instead of a weekend. But again, the principles still apply. So feel free to make notes and come back to this. And you'll be living more seasonally before you know it. August is though, the perfect month to tackle the topic of this episode, which is meditation, why bother? (laughs) Now, August lends itself very well to the art of meditation, and I say the art of meditation as it really is a creative, personal process. However, you will see many blogs and articles with titles around the science of meditation due to the fact that there is now tons of research on the benefits of meditation from a science perspective. Everything from the positive effects on our brain health, heart health, our ability to sleep, Ability to manage pain and the list goes on and on now even with all of these Scientifically proven reasons to meditate we can still be saying Why bother there are now lots of different techniques and modalities to help us deal with what is the ultimate goal? for many of us and that is striving towards a place of more happiness more contentment less suffering just actually to feel better So yoga, exercise, healthy eating, reiki, tapping, all kinds of apps for everything, they're all vying for our time. You may be asking yourself, why should I spend 20 minutes meditating when I only have actually that 20 minutes in the morning right now to spend on something like this and I would actually like to be walking instead. And wouldn't walking be serving me better right now? What do I choose? How do I know? Now because I come from a background in physical education, personal training, yoga and meditation, I so get that. And I would never suggest that you give up your 30-minute walk for a meditation in that time slot, so to speak, every day. And yes, you can do a walking meditation out in nature, which is the ultimate habit stacking, actually. At the same time though, a 20 minute silent meditation is different and it may have a different effect. So yes, we need our heart and lung pumping movement every day, our strength and our flexibility, and we need our mindset work and training. This is my, again, this is just my personal opinion and my exploration over the last few years. And there are as many different types of meditation as there are yoga practices, as there are stars in the sky. There is something for everyone, no doubt, and it really depends on what your goals are. So before, again, I jump into the why bother, I do wanna mention early in this episode that for the month of August, so we are on August 6th, and then it'll be the 13th, the 20th, and the 27th, I am focusing on the um, concept of meditation, why bother, <laughs> In coming at it in different ways. Now I am gonna be connecting to my women's wellness community. So that connection is in the show notes. It is a private group, so I do have to let you in And I'm always keeping an eye on that, so I will let you in within 24 hours for sure. That being said, I am also putting these meditations on my YouTube channel on a meditation playlist uh, for those of you that don't uh, use facebook so it's they're going to be there either way and in fact at the end of this meditation today so this is august 6th i would have already have done a silent meditation on my women's wellness page also uploaded to youtube that is for again a silent meditation that is for 20 minutes so this is why i love actually the aspect of the podcast as you have probably been able to tell up to this point is that i love to chat and so one of the challenges for me actually and i've been doing these friday morning meditations and they are mindfulness meditations most of the time but i've been doing them for years now and I do sometimes get in that, um, that place where I am talking about meditation too much and actually not, um, let's say, saving enough time to actually do the meditation. <laughs> I have called myself out on that. I noticed that. I love everything about meditation. I love all of the, um, all of the history, all of the philosophy, all of the science, everything around it. But here's the thing. I too can be in that situation where I can read and learn and plan about something and in fact not be doing it as much. I catch myself, I laugh and then I move forward but here it is with the podcast and my women's wellness um, community. I'm actually able to do both and I'm really going to take advantage of that in the month of August because I think the information that goes behind meditation and how we think about it, for sure, it is going to influence whether or not we are going to have it as a daily habit or a weekly habit, and the type of meditation that we're going to play with, because it doesn't have to be the same type of meditation all the time. And you will notice, for those of you that have um, downloaded apps over the years, they all have kind of a let's say a different theme but most of them have the categories of dealing with anxiety, falling asleep, happiness. So there is again something for everyone and let's say that you are listening to a meditation app before you fall um, before you fall asleep at night and in fact to fall asleep at night. So that is totally Totally different than sitting in the morning, okay, in a silent meditation with your thoughts, bringing your attention back to your breath as your attention leaves your breath and goes out to thoughts. I call this—it's brain training. It's taking your brain to the gym. Very different than listening to a meditation uh, with your earphones as you're falling asleep, whether it again is the sound of rain or the sound of the ocean and um, it's helping you fall asleep. Fantastic. And this is where, again, as we talk about the various, and we'll be doing that, about the various uh, types of meditation, different times of the day, different times in your life, different phases of your life, you can be playing with different types of meditation. And we're gonna play as we look at or consider the meditation though for today it is a silent meditation and i'm going to say we're going to eat the frog it is the toughest. Again, my personal opinion that a silent meditation where you are not being guided, you are alone with your thoughts and you are managing your thoughts, bringing your attention back to your breath. Now I'm gonna be outside as you listen to the meditation. So you hopefully you're going to hear the sound of the birds and there are going to be um, maybe the sound of the wind. So you'll be bringing your attention as an anchor point from those sounds back to your breath and as thoughts come in you're just going to recognize that you're thinking and then just simply bring your attention back to your breath. Now your attention will then go out to the sounds of the birds perhaps and the wind and then it'll come back to your breath and when you think about the Uh, if you've looked into actually, let's say the definition of meditation, and you'll again see a lot of different definitions of meditation. The one that I uh, like to use from a mindfulness meditation is that we we meditate to be more awake, to be more in the present moment, because in the present moment Whether that moment is uncomfortable or whether it's joyful, wherever we are in that present moment, we are more alive. So we are actually, we're okay. We're okay in our discomfort or we're okay in our joy. And that is the practice of meditation. And again, that's why I would love to start, I'm gonna say, with a more advanced practice, which is a silent meditation. When you click on it in the recording, you're just gonna see me walk over, to my pillow. I'm going to set the timer on my Fitbit. I love my Fitbit for that because it does that little buzz right on my wrist at 20 minutes so that I'm not having to peek and look. You're not having to peek and look and actually I would maybe suggest that if you are going to um, watch the recording or join me live in a meditation that you set a timer for 20 minutes as well so that you know that if you drift off or I've gone <laughs> offline or whatever, you You've got your 20 minutes. I have brought, let's say, this container of time to you to meditate. I'm holding space for you and everybody else who is meditating at that time. And there's an energy around that. It is actually quite unbelievable that you can be watching the recording or with me live, setting your own timer without me saying anything and we are benefiting from that group energy. It is, again, it it actually blows my mind, and that is uh, something we will be chatting about a little bit more as well. So that will happen again for four Fridays. And actually, I do have a meditation from the last Friday in July that is a silent meditation as well. So if you really enjoy that, you can pop into that one as well. So again, it is a mindfulness meditation we're eating the frog, meaning we are, we are going silent. Guided is definitely, um, some would suggest that's the place that you start as a beginner meditator or you start for a minute or two minutes. My personal opinion, again, I find that it's much harder to actually work up from a minute to two minutes to five minutes to 20 minutes. It's it's very, very difficult for some people. I'm not gonna say for everybody, For my, for me it was, is starting with that, I'm calling it a sweet spot of 20 minutes, your sweet spot might end up being 10 minutes, it might end up being 30 minutes, but that sweet spot of silent meditation is where you can go there one day and your, your timer could go off at the end of 20 minutes and you could be going, oh, that was amazing. I feel so relaxed. I feel so grounded. I was able to keep my attention on my breath. I was able to draw in the sound of the birds or the, the quietness of my home, wherever you are. And then the next day, you go to do your 20 minutes. You get to the end of the 20 minutes. And in fact, you have fidgeted all the way through that 20 minutes. You do not feel relaxed. You might feel agitated. You may have a planned grocery list, right? There might've been something that came out of it. But to you, you're saying that was not meditation. So first and foremost, I'm going to say that was your meditation. And in fact, that meditation might have been more beneficial to you than your very relaxing meditation because you stayed with it. Because you stayed for those 20 minutes in that discomfort, right? You knew, okay, my mind is too busy for this. I should just get up and go. This is, this is a waste of time. But you stayed with the 20 minutes because you thought, okay. I'm just going to train my brain here. I know that this is my meditation today. This is where I'm supposed to be, but if I just get little snippets of being able to take my attention back to my breath, I'm increasing my ability to be in this discomfort and training my brain. And One thing I actually thought about, and it just popped up as I was preparing for this podcast, is the analogy to golf. Now, and I mean, it could be curling, it could be actually many, many different sports, but something like golf, where you go out one day, you have an amazing round, you're just like, oh, like I'm on it, like those golf lessons paid off, uh, that blog I've been following it paid off, I've got it, the next day you go out, and you're brutal, (laughs) you're just like, what the heck was that? That's meditation. So it keeps us kind of on that edge, right? It's challenging. It gives us that we we get that feeling like, oh, that was wonderful. I want to come back to that. Or geez, that was not great today. I want to come back and try it again. This is what we do. We want to be challenged and just challenged enough. If we are challenged too much, we'll throw our golf clubs out and our meditation pillow. And that does happen sometimes, but, but often we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it because there is something in that, that kind of tease, that kind of oh, that was wonderful, that was amazing, and then oh my gosh, what happened there? I have to go back and figure this out. So if you can think about your again, your golfing, your curling, your your activities similar to our meditation, because we would never, um, let's say, in in golf actually expect that we would have a perfect round every time we go out. So why in terms of our meditation practice, do we put that pressure on ourselves to think I should have a perfect meditation every time I sit for 10 or 20 or 30 minutes? Think of it as golf and that is going to sit with me. I have no idea where that came from. That just popped into my head today, but this is what it's all about. So here we come back to why bother? It really does, again, depend on um, on your goals. For me, one of my goals is that I am trying to get more comfortable being in some mental discomfort, some emotional discomfort, where I'm like, okay, I got this, I feel this in my stomach, I might feel it around my heart, I might feel it in my throat, my neck, and actually very often, we will feel the discomfort in our body before we actually connected to a thought in our mind but this is where we can get in the ring with our thoughts right get in the trenches with our thoughts during our meditation now here's the thing though I'm not saying as I'm saying that I don't want you to do battle with them during this silent meditation I want you to just okay thinking I'm noticing that I'm thinking I'm just gonna bring my attention back to my breath now you could say letting go or see that thought, you know, float away on a cloud, whatever works for you. But we're actually not, I shouldn't say, we're not getting into the trend. I don't want you to do battle with your thoughts. I want you to just let them go during that time. Because what this does is it does teach us that we become aware of when we are actually overthinking during the day and ruminating. As we practice in meditation, we are more able to notice it during the day and just go, oh, all right, okay. Close the book, you know, um, next chapter, right? All of that. I'm not thinking about this right now. I am moving on from there. I've already thought about this over and over again. I'm done with it. So that's actually that 20 minutes is that practice of going, okay, back to my breath, back to the present moment, and I'm going to let those thoughts go. So as we practice this, we get better, as I like to say, off of the mat. Now, there are other things that can go with this as well. Um, that being said, so let's say those thoughts are coming in, for sure, what can pair nicely with uh, mindfulness meditation and a silent meditation is things like journaling and brain dumping and prayer and therapy, like all, like so they all, all can pair together. Meditation, though can stand alone for let's say a while or how it like however it works for you and or it can pair into that uh, or pair with these other modalities again which is wonderful so now again i am talking about sitting with our Um, with our thoughts, perhaps some some kind of mental discomfort of saying, Okay, I I can't do this. Yes, I can. I can't do this. No, this is a waste of time. No, I'm going to do this. So we're sitting with that discomfort and we're just going to wait till that timer goes off. Now that's different than physical discomfort. I suggest that you be as comfortable as you can. So sit on a couch, sit on a chair. If you're on the floor, get a bunch of pillows around. I want you to be super comfortable. When I first started with meditation years ago, I remember the um, the teacher saying, okay, so if you have a little twinge in your knee or, or you, in your neck, just sit with it. Just try to let it dissolve. I am not saying that. I see people, and at that actual workshop, see people like limping coming out of an hour meditation. I'm saying, if you need to move your knee, if you need to move your neck or your shoulder, you go ahead, get yourself comfortable. Okay, so I am talking about sitting with discomfort of actually doing the meditation physical discomfort I would love you to fix again for this for this 20 minutes so we're going to play with that and again the 20 minutes I find personally for myself is the sweet spot now for me you're going to find your own sweet spot of where it's a great meditation one day and then the next day is still challenging I don't think we can find that in one or two minutes maybe we can find that in 10 minutes 20 minutes seems to be the sweet spot and in fact I follow a um, a summit that happens each May, which is Mindful in May, one of the experts, uh, researchers actually, in that uh, conference this year was talking about their research into figuring out what is the least amount of meditation time-wise and days of the week and for length of time, like is it six weeks, is it eight weeks, is it, is it a week, that we need to do to feel the benefits. And again, the benefits are very specific to you. So do you want to sleep better? Right. Do you want to worry less? Do you want to be able to handle things in a different way in your life? So it is very specific to uh, to your goals. But that research will be coming out I think they were saying over the course of the year, in terms of what is the least amount uh, that we need to do. So that's really cool. I will keep you posted on that as well. So the last couple of things that I just want to mention again to give you some motivation for your 20 minutes, and you may just do four meditations that I have on my on my Facebook page, and/or you can integrate them during the week and journal and keep track and feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments, I will have that set up also on my Women's Wellness Community page. So from here, the last thing I kind of want you to, to think about is that if you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast that happened last week, so that was the last Saturday in July, I asked the question, what do you want more of and what do you want less of? Actually, it was the last two episodes, Okay, so we related our values to what do you want more of. And what do you want less of coming into this chapter, coming into this phase of your life, coming into this season even? And as I spoke to a few of you after that, I didn't speak actually specifically about meditation, but I did have the, the question about how many of you would have written down uh, in this season, in this retirement or, you know, coming into the fall, I want more meditation. You may or may not have written that down, but you might have written in the column of what do I want less of? You could have put, I want less worry, less overthinking, less procrastination, less negative thoughts. Well, I'm not going to say that meditation will absolutely help you a hundred percent with every single one of those, but I'm kind of saying, yeah, it can. It absolutely can. So what do I want less of actually gets you thinking about what tool, what technique am I going to have more of in my life? And again, that's how we are connecting the previous, let's say, episodes to this one. So the interesting thing is that as we come into our, for example, our next chapter, so some of you have Again, you're just coming into retirement, you've been uh, in retirement for a while, Uh, you're just, you might be transitioning into another decade even, like all these things that are coming up, and you're thinking, um, yeah, like what do I want more of, what do I want less of, and actually it is a time when we retire, this has come up with clients, have mentioned this to me for years, that there is that kind of in-between time, there is that extra, let's say on our calendar, that white space, it is the time actually that some of the thoughts and issues and things that we haven't really had to think about too much um, because we've been so busy, they've kind of come to the forefront and we're like, oh, okay, so I've got time now to deal with this or that. And then all of the sudden, our brain goes, I'm just going to fill my time. If I fill my time up with stuff right now, then I may not have to deal with this stuff that I said I was going to do when I retired. That could be everything from cleaning the basement, right? Oh, I don't have time to do that now because I'm golfing, you know, 18 holes a day. So just notice it's it's human nature, but it's really, really interesting when you notice how comfortable are you with doing nothing, with not having your calendar or your days filled right up to the brim. That when somebody says to you, So are you keeping busy? Like can you say, Yeah, no, not really. I'm actually quite relaxed, I got lots of time in my day i'm feeling pretty balanced doing some yoga some meditation yeah i don't know sometimes some of us would say that but very often we're like yeah no gosh i'm busy busy crazy busy right and then we get a pat on the back and then the person that we're talking to say i like yeah i'm busy too it is the way of our society and i would really just challenge you to play with that because it's actually kind of funny when someone says, like, keeping busy, or, oh my gosh, you must busy, yeah? No, no, I'm not, actually, and I'm quite liking it. And then there's gonna be, like, a silent, and then you just, yeah, kind of play with that. But that's kind of mind-training stuff as well. So the other thing just to think about is in that same light of, you know, busy, busy, busy through our work life, and then we come to retirement, I want you to think about when you put your head down on the pillow at night, okay? Because, again, this can be, Whether you're, you know, you're working, retired, you've got a busy life, you've got lots of things going on, whatever it is you've ever noticed when you put your head down on the pillow at night, everything that you stuff down during the day, any thoughts, even like discussions, all of that stuff, you lay down, you take a couple of breaths, and then your mind says, it's go time. I want to talk about everything now. I want to talk about why you decided to do this and what was up with you know Susan who said this what's going on there what should I do about this and it just goes and goes and goes and goes and you're like what the heck but it's because there's time and space at that time and it's like your mind was just like behind that door and that door open and it's like oh thank goodness so here's again that opportunity and this is what, why I'm going to say listening to a meditation before you go to, to bed, is a distraction from those thoughts and that's okay. That is fantastic if it takes your attention to your breath because in that moment of trying to fall asleep, if you're trying to manage your thoughts at that time are exhausted. They are overwhelming. And so mm, let's say mindfulness meditation, laying in bed with your head on the pillow before you go to sleep, that is tough. So I'm like, press that button on your app and let it guide you to sleep. So that's again where I'm talking about that difference between mindfulness meditation, relaxation, and it can all be part of your day. And when you start to connect what you need, to the type of meditation that will help you with that issue. I mean that's huge. That gives you so much power. This is all gonna bubble up. This is all stuff you get to play with uh, throughout the month of August and And I continue 52 weeks of the year. I do that uh, Friday 7 a.m. meditation. So I'm with you after this. I'm not going to desert you after, uh, after these August podcasts. I'm gonna say right now though, if you would like to set a timer for 20 minutes, whether you're outside or inside, get yourself comfortable. And if you'd like to close your eyes, close your eyes. You're just gonna follow your breath. If you're inside, if you're outside, there will be more sounds that you'll be drawn to and don't torment yourself physically but challenge yourself mentally to see if you can stay with that 20 minutes again i'm just asking for 4 over the month of august and if you feel like you want to journal after write anything out send me a send me a nasty email <laughs> like what is this feel free to do that or You can go to the show notes, you can go to my YouTube channel, you can go to the Women's um, Wellness page, and you can do a silent meditation with me for this week, and then I'll let you know next week what uh, will be coming up as well. So until next time, keep being you, because nobody else does you better than you. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.